This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there and thank you for downloading this Property Today podcast from the 6th of February. And on the programme today, as ever, I was joined by the famous wolf of real estate, Mohamed Alwadir, who gave us his analysis on all the day's property stories. He also uh, took your questions. We also heard from His Excellency Judge Abdul Kader Musa. Now, he's the head of the Rental Dispute Centre, and he discussed with us the decision by the Dubai Land Department to allow rent payments by direct debit. Meanwhile, Mohanad Alwadir gave us advice on office space, commercial space. Is it better to buy or rent? And what are the factors that should be taken into consideration before you take the leap? This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Very pleased to say that I have been joined in the studio by Mahanid Alwadir, the wolf of real estate. Hello. Good morning, Georgia. Good How morning. Are you? <laughs> I'm very well indeed. Do you know, over the weekend, I forgot to take a photograph because on Saturday, my children were playing your special edition ah, of Monopoly. Amazing. They really were. And they were arguing over who got to have the wolf. Yes. That's a special edition with the wolf, actually. Yeah, it's very, very... Because normally, of course, you get the dog, the boat, the of eye and the hat. And the hat, yeah. Uh, but you've added in a wolf and they were yes. loving it and I, I was literally just about to put up my, my phone and then I then I got distracted. I'm so happy to hear that. But God yes, bless them. They very much enjoyed it. And how have you been this past week? Have you handed in? Yes, I did. So I, I'm tired, but I'm very happy. I handed my thesis finally. So hopefully in another two to three months, I'll be Dr. Mohanad al Very, very <laughs> and, cool. And I'm very excited about the topic of my thesis because it's uh, at, um, an emerging trend here in the region, which is cloud investment. So hopefully when it's uh, done and approved, I will be able to publish it and I can tell you more about it. Well, that will be fantastic. And what we'll do is we'll just do a proper like, and I'm joined in the studio today by our new guest, Mahanad, Dr. Mahanad al He's going to be talking to us about crowdsourcing. Crowd investment. Crowd investment. Real estate. I'll write a good script and I'll get it right. Uh, But for today, we're going to make you run through, basically give us a bit of analysis on some of the top headlines that have been coming through. With pleasure. Yeah, over the last few days. It's an interesting time in property, I have to say. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, we're going to come to it in a minute, but I'm very excited about finding out a little bit more about the developments on the World Islands, just off the coast of Jumeirah. Sure. Uh, but let's start with our top story, which is that inflation, of course, is rising, not just here in Dubai, but around the world. But there is a suggestion from analysts, executives and industry stakeholders who think that inflation and the, you know, the therefore the raise in interest rates is unlikely to hit Dubai real estate. Now, would you agree with that assessment and why? Um, not really. I don't agree with all due respect to their point of view, because we're we're all part of the same world and globalization has connected the whole world with uh, trade, supply chain, technology. Uh, we're all working in the same, you know, uh, ecosystem. ecosystem and b- b- business ecosystem. Um, and we've seen a lot of, uh, I actually post a lot on my social media. I follow different markets around the world. And as soon as they increase their interest rates, we see uh, a ripple effect across different countries. It goes all over the world, including here in the UAE. Um so we are under inflation right now. There is a very high inflation, uh, one of the highest that the UAE has experienced. But the difference is, is that 
the the we have so many other advantages here. We have a lot of influx of uh, high net worth individuals coming here. So we have a lot of real demand, people with buying power coming and settling down, buying properties, which we've seen in 2022, which was a remarkable year across all levels. Um, these people settle down here. They bring their families with them. So they buy homes. They send their kids to school. They rent offices, uh, shops, and it really helps fuel the economy. Plus, we have a lot of other advantages, um, like the fact that this is one of the safest. It was ranked as one of the safest uh, cities in the world. And... Um, we have a lot of uh, tourists. I'm sure you've heard the news about the 14 million yes. plus. I mean, what an extraordinary number. So, Up something like 95% from 2021. Yeah. So we have a very strong uh, uh, tourism sector, trade, exhibitions, uh, export, re-export. So we have a lot of advantages here. And with the oil prices at the levels that they've been running at for the last, I would say, two years, uh, all Gulf countries will be in a good position moving forward economically. So we're not feeling the inflation as much uh, as other uh, parts around the world, but there is an inflation here. We cannot uh, deny that. And from a real estate point of view, last year, um, more than 80% of the transactions in 2022 uh, were all self-funded, not through mortgages, mm. because of the high interest rates. People were shying away from uh, banks because they felt that the interest rate is so high. Uh, but we still had people with high purchasing power and their own funds, and they were buying properties here in Dubai. So the, the suggestion is that the market should post a steady growth of up to 5% this year. That's compared to 11% last year. Would you also agree with that? Um, that by the way, the percentages are higher than this. Uh, like the actual numbers are yeah. higher last year. Uh, yes, we will still witness an increase in property prices, both for sale and rental. Um, not as aggressive as we had last year. But definitely, they will, the momentum will still continue. And we felt it even in January. Uh, just uh, last week, there were transactions worth 9 billion dirhams in Dubai in one week. So uh, the momentum is still going on, not in the same um, strength or oomph as it had last year. But we will have a very good year, I feel, this year as well. If you're looking to invest your money, is buying property one way to beat inflation? Because 100%. It's a fantastic way to hedge against uh, uh, inflation. If you buy um, any asset that will get you good capital appreciation and cash flow, uh, it's better than, in my opinion, keeping your money in the bank right now or keeping cash with you. Um, and this is a global trend. People are going more and towards buying actual physical assets, investing in real estate, in gold, uh, silver, um, in their businesses, in certain industries that are doing well. Technology is booming a lot. So if you just invest in income producing assets, it's way better than keeping your money in the bank because it's losing its, it's losing its buying power. That's the whole point about inflation. It diminishes the power of your money and your purchasing power. We got an email from our <laughs> bank over the weekend. Uh, we've got two months now before we get to renegotiate our mortgage. So I will be keeping you posted on yeah, just how should, painful that's going to be. settle it, close it if you can. Oh, it would be lovely <laughs> if we could. We, so unfortunately, we've paid it down as much as we can. But unfortunately, yeah. we will need a new but, one. But so. this is back home, right? This is back home, yeah, so, where they just raise interest so, rates again in the United but, Kingdom. But that's another factor. The, the currency exchange plays to your favor right now because yes. the dirham, and the, the, which is back to the dollar, they're in a strong position against other currencies like 
uh, the pound or the euro. So you'll be in a better position if you're trying out to close But it. you know, I remember my <laughs> mum saying, don't get too big a mortgage because, you know, we remember a time, you know, the ancients, we remember a time when interest rates were as high as 11, you know, 15, Correct. 17%. Correct. And I kept, I kept on saying, said, no, they're just never going to go that high again. You know, it's just, the, you know, yeah. the system has changed. And now we're at 6%, I think, in the United Kingdom, yes. at least for the mortgage. Yeah, yeah. History repeats itself. It does, and doesn't you, it? You should always listen to your mom. <laughs> You're right. I should always listen. Everybody always listen that to your mom. That is the advice. Always listen to your mom. Actually, you're right. In many ways, you are horribly right. Uh, right. Uh, she was right about my husband, at least. That's good news. <laughs> She's like, he's a good man. You should marry him. Stop being horrible to him. See? Uh, now, uh, there's, there's also been this amazing deal announced uh, between Aldar Properties, which, of course, is an Abu Dhabi real estate of developer, course. and Dubai Holding, which, of yes. course, is a Dubai-based property developer. Yes. What's the deal with this deal? It's an amazing deal. It's the deal of the year, I would say, because yeah. Adar is by far the biggest uh, master developer in Abu Dhabi um, and the most active there. And they're also, just like Dubai holding real estate, Miras and Dubai properties, they're also uh, tasked with shaping up the city of Abu Dhabi or the future of Abu Dhabi. Uh, Dubai holding, we all know they are the biggest uh, master developer. They have the largest bank of uh, plots and real estate you know, in Dubai. They've been doing a great job across both companies, Miras and Dubai Properties. So the merge between both uh, or the partnership between both is very exciting news for the industry, especially in Dubai, because we're bringing now a heavy hitter from Abu Dhabi, the, the biggest player in Abu Dhabi, uh, showing interest in the Dubai property market. And um, the plan will focus on uh, three main districts that uh, are owned by uh, the Dubai Holding Real Estate, Dubai Properties, and they will be developed by Adar which again, uh, cements Dubai's solid position as a real estate hub. Uh, it's even attracting Abu Dhabi. Yeah, they're coming fishing, basically. They see <laughs> uh, returns yes, and they've they got Durham signs in their eyes. And it will be very good news because this means that these areas or these districts will be developed faster now by a very reputable um, master developer. So it's only going to make the city more vibrant, more lively and more complete. Yes. I mean, when you're looking for, we've talked about this in the past, about if you're looking for a developer to invest in off plan, yeah. I mean, Aldar is pretty yeah. solid. <laughs> uh, for sure. Aldar and Dubai Holding Real Estate. Yeah. When you yeah. put these two together, your, your point about making sure that you're dealing with the right developer is yeah. checked big You're going to get the landscaping you asked for. That's <laughs> exactly. the message. And, and the right quality and the right lifestyle. It's all. Yes. I always say people don't buy real estate properties. People buy the lifestyle. Uh, so with such master developers, you will definitely get the lifestyle you've paid for. Well, speaking of lifestyle and the one that I aspire to, uh, Dubai yeah. is soon to be home to Zuha. Ah, and, yes. Uh, yeah, this ultra luxury private island resort that's located on the Dubai World Islands, which on a clear day you can see just off Kite Beach. Uh, now, it's, an, it's a currently under resort. It's reportedly going to open to visitors in 2025. Yeah. Uh, it's a boutique retreat with 30 limited edition exclusive private residences as yeah. well. They're beautiful. Are they? They're eye candy. Big shout to uh, Nadia Zaal and the team. Uh, they're the same team that worked on Al-Barari development, one ah. of my favorite projects in Dubai. They also uh, developed Nurai Island in Abu Dhabi. A very popular, you know, boutique again, yeah. resort destination. It basically saves you traveling to the Maldives. You can kind of just go to what feels like I, the Maldives. I, I saw the plan for the new development and 
honestly, I would pick this over the Maldives. Really? It's marvelous. The the villas they're mentioning, and they're not villas. I, they call them villas. I call them mansions. <laughs> 19,000 square feet of built up. Yeah, that's a mansion. Plots, plots go up to uh, 40,000 square feet. They're very exclusive. Not anybody can buy them. If anybody's interested, get in touch with me. I can get you one. <laughs> I imagine they're, that's because you want to buy one yourself. You want to choose your neighbors, I, I, don't you? I actually I actually went and I checked it out. That's how Did much I, I, I was so uh, interested in it. They look gorgeous. They kind of swoop around a pool. They're, they're really so beautiful. beautiful. They have obviously their own private pools. Uh, they're also, they have the resorts. So you get all the amenities and facilities you want. You can get to it. The island is actually not in the middle of the world island. It's on the side, which means you get, as you mentioned, the skyline view of Dubai but also you have an option of open ocean uh, view and you can get from just the shores of uh, Jumeirah uh, beach just going to them in 15 minutes Uh, in a luxury yacht they have also a VIP suite to receive people in it Uh, it's a Totally different experience. (laughs) Do you know, I did an interview with somebody over the weekend at the Emirates Literature Festival about happiness and looking at these. uh, And one of the reasons, one of the ways to be happy is alignment. You need to align your expectations with your realities. And and this project is is ruining my alignment. This this project is happiness. (laughs) Yeah, it literally is happiness. I've never seen anything like it. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties for the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai. Choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Hello there. Welcome back to Property Today. You are listening to Georgia Tolley, but also Mohanad Alwadia, the wolf of real estate, who's our property expert, staying with me in the studio. Still Hiya. here. Happy Still here. To, happy to be here. Never allowed to leave. <laughs> uh, and also, we're having such a fascinating conversation that we want to share with you all about what's going on out on the world islands. Yeah. Because you get this, I mean, it's not mysterious, but, but you just can't see it. So it feels mysterious. Yeah. But what is going on out it, there? You can see it if you go to Google Maps and just zoom up a little bit. Do you think you can? Do <laughs> yeah, they yeah. refresh Google Maps fairly regularly? <laughs> you can, for sure you can see them. The I'm going to go look yeah. now. And um, the project has been there for a very long time. I think it's time just came up now because with what's happening with the Dubai property market, the high demand for especially luxury properties, waterfront properties are always in demand in Dubai. So developers are finding it difficult to find prime plots in the mainland. So the the best other option is to either reclaim land or just go to the World Island, which is only 15 minutes away from the, you know, Do you know, you're right. I've just done the satellite (laughs) thing. You can totally see what's going on. You can even zoom in and see every island. (laughs) I'm currently zooming in on the floating seahorse area. Yes, that's part of the heart of Europe. I actually had the uh, uh, pleasure of shooting there two times on my show, Myanmar on Dubai TV. And uh, it's a very nice project. It's shaping up very well. They have uh, nice hotels there, family hotels, entertainment hotels, and they have the floating villas, which uh, have been the talk of so many. Oh, the talk of the town. That's amazing. For a long time. uh, I thought they were just a concept. I didn't realize that they were actually being used. No, no, they're they're used. I actually shot there a couple of times. And um, they're interesting as a concept. how about the so it's at the moment the only place that you can buy a private villa would be on this new development that we were just talking Heart about. Heart of Europe are selling uh, mansions and units, even uh, hotel apartments. Okay. Uh, and in uh, Zuhada, new project we were just talking about. Yes, you can buy 
uh, exclusive, very luxurious mansions. How um, long before there's an apartment block, though? How how long they, before they it have, enters my in, market? In heart of Europe, they have apartments. Oh, so uh, I could. Yeah, yeah, hotel apartments mean you can use it yourself or you can give it to the rental pool of the hotel. So I could always just say, oh, look, I'm so sorry, I can't come into work this morning. That You know, the sea's uh, a bit rough. I'm going, yeah, exactly, you can do that. <laughs> yeah, sea's a bit rough because I live out on an island now. It does look very cool. And yeah. it is amazing. You can t- I've just zoomed in on the swimming pool at the Cote d'Azur Resort. Um, right, I've got to stop sort of, I've got to stop imagining that I can buy anything out of this. Yeah, yeah. Let's bring, us cl- let's bring us firmly back to Earth because we are going to talk about now the fact that the Dubai is making it possible for tenants to pay rent via direct debit. That was announced by the Dubai Land Department. As soon as I saw the announcement, I was on the phone to Mahanid. I was like, can you get me an interview on this? Because I know you have close contacts. Uh, yes, and uh, I, I want to send uh, a big thanks to um, uh, His Excellency Judge Abdel Qadir Musa. He's the head of the um, Rental Dispute Centre. And to Dr. Ashtar Yasiri, the head of the media office, they immediately welcomed me. I went there. I got a very short but effective soundbite just to explain because the media, all the announcements that came out were not really clear about mm. it, its impact on the real estate market. And also, a lot of landlords were concerned. They were like, hold on. So now we don't have checks to hold against tenants. What happens if they don't pay? Um, how can we protect our you know, uh, investment and returns? So... I think yes. the soundbite we have will answer this very well. We do indeed, yes. <laughs> Mahana, thank you so much for speaking to him. And, and this was all based on the fact that there's a new Ajari update which will allow tenants to automatically pay rent directly from their bank accounts. That's with the help of the Central Bank of the UAE's direct debit system. Obviously, the idea behind it is to streamline the payment process uh, and provide a more efficient method for recurring payments in Dubai. If you're from Europe or the United States or probably everywhere else in the world, you know, paying by direct debit is completely it's very normal. Common, yes. um, but but of course, you know, until last week, checks have been the dominant method in the rental market. Yeah. Uh, so to His Excellency Judge Abdul Qadir Musa, uh, this is what he had to say. Now, I must trust he spoke uh, to Mahanid in Arabic, um, but we have translated it into English. So have a listen. The recent amendment to the law has brought about a significant change in the way bounce rental checks are handled. The new law has decriminalized bounce rental checks, giving landlords more power and protection. The updated legislation simplifies the process for landlords to take direct action against defaulting tenants with immediate prosecution as an option. The new law offers additional safeguards, including the ability to search for and seize funds and the possibility of imprisonment for the tenant. This revised legal framework is a positive improvement, providing a quicker and more secure method for landlords to collect their rent. We encourage all landlords to take advantage of the improved guarantees offered by the new law. Implementation has already begun and we are monitoring its progress. That's His Excellency Judge Abdul Qadar Musa, the head of the Rental Dispute Centre, uh, speaking to Mohanad Alwadia earlier, uh, well, a couple of days ago. Uh, really amazing that you managed to go right to the top there for us. Thank you very much indeed. You're most welcome. And it's very exciting news. And um, this is a proof that uh, Dubai keeps developing its legal framework. And this is the kind of a city that everybody should consider investing in or renting uh, within. Because you know now the law just protects all the stakeholders in the industry and it keeps evolving to ensure that it's up to the global standards and it's very transparent. And as His Excellency mentioned, 
it's uh, faster and easier. Mm. Um, now you can just, as he mentioned, you can go immediately into prosecution or execution to get, you know, uh, your funds back. You don't have to go and open a case and wait for the results and the time and the fees involved. You can just directly go and get your funds, which makes things much easier and simpler for everybody. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's great from the landlord's point of view. Of course, you get this wonderful situation as a, as a rent, if you're the renter, that you don't have to cough up an entire year's rent up front or you don't have to, to cough up the checks for the entire... And, and, and it just come, it comes in line with your salary, basically. Uh, exactly. And, and it's a great way for tenants also to organise their funds mm. and it saves uh, paper and the hassles of checks and writing them irregular signatures, mistakes oh, yeah. in them. My so, husband got done, like got charged six... 600 dirhams by our rental people because the, 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 his check got refused by the bank. And I was like, it's his signature. See, that's that's one, yeah. one of the most common issues. Now we won't have to worry about this. Anymore. Yeah, it's good news. Uh, amazing there to hear from His Excellency Judge Abdul Qadir Musa uh, from the Dubai uh, Land Department. Of course, Mohanad Alwadir has very close contacts with yeah. the team there. <laughs> so we look forward to hearing from uh, more of their staff sure. very soon in the future. Uh, right, we're going to turn our attention now to Mohanad's tutorial. We've just got the news and then we'll come back to Mohanad. We want to talk about the factors that should be taken into consideration before buying or renting an office space. Yes. Interesting. We'll, we'll talk about that after the news. Yeah, we're going into the commercial <laughs> sector, no yeah. doubt. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Right, you're listening to Property Today with Georgia Tolley and Mohanad Alwadir, the wolf of real estate. We are up, basically, we've got two things we want to talk about in this segment. First of all, Mohanad's got his tutorial and we're going to uh, talk about, you know, the offices. Yes, the factors that should be taken into consideration when you're buying or renting. Correct. Um, there, there has been a lot of uh, demands uh, that emerged. Um, we depicted this trend in, the, in 2022. Um, basically because of the influx of people coming to Dubai and settling down here, uh, bringing their funds, their families, most of them started considering, uh, you know, renting offices or a shop to start doing business here uh, in Dubai. So that the, suddenly the demand for offices started increasing. Uh, for example, in, in, in business pay, prices uh, and demand of offices and prices there increased by an average of almost 32%. Uh, in one year. Um, the, the interesting part is the supply was very limited, Georgia, because since the infamous economic crisis of 2008, we haven't heard um, about a lot of office projects being launched. We kept hearing about residential, villas, apartments, maybe shopping malls, but not offices. Um, if you look historically over the last decade. Now, why is that? Because, I, I mean, I know because you told me in the past, but if people missed that that episode. Uh, for two reasons. One, because the economic crisis affected, you know, businesses. Uh, it was a financial crisis. So a lot of companies were shying away and learned a lot of lessons about how to optimize their office space and how to work with it. Uh, and second, because we had a lot of supply before the, the economic uh, crisis of 2008, the financial crisis. So uh, developers also shied away from developing it and they focused on asset classes that were in more in demand. Residential office hospitality. Sorry, residential retail and hospitality. Offices were kept away. So very few, if you think about it, uh, very few office projects were launched in the last decade. But suddenly... Uh, and COVID came in, everybody were, you know... Well, everyone's uh, like, no one needs an office anymore. Hashtag offices work, are work, dead. work at home, stay at home. So uh, homes were more important than offices. But now everybody's back. And 
back and they want to grow and they're seeing how the city is evolving and the demand and the economical you know but that situation. is such a fast switch but that happens all the time does um, it you know i remember just a bit of history yeah in 2006 and 7 uh, I remember Sheikh Zayed Road used to be the main uh, business, uh, if you want, hub or the street. So if you have an office there, that means you're there. You made it. And uh, offices back then were renting for a very high price, up to almost 300 dirhams per square foot. And you would even be asked to pay key money to get an office in Sheikh Zayed Road. When the crisis uh, hit of 2008, um, offices there suddenly became available. And guess what? A lot of the office or uh, building owners started converting them into residential. As you would, sensibly. Immediately. Yes. Because the demand just dropped. Um, and then suddenly, after a while, they started realizing, no, hotels were in demand because Dubai has, is, and will always be a touristic destination. And it's very close to World Trade Center where most of the exhibitions were happening. So, uh, trade exhibitions. So, we witnessed a lot of these residential buildings converting into hotel apartments in Sheikh Zayed Road. And, and now they're shifting back. Some of them are saying, you know what? Let's Now we need offices. Let's go back to offices. The demand is increasing suddenly. But this is normal. This is human nature. They always follow what the trends the and where the money is. Yeah. yeah, it's a cycle. So now we're witnessing that. So because of this high demand, we've been getting, I've personally been receiving a lot of um, messages from people saying, I don't know what to do. Which which area should I get an office in? How do I choose the right office? Should I buy an office or rent an office? So what I decided to do today is just talk about it. There are so many factors. I could spend maybe a half day talking about it, but I'm just going to run through it very quickly. And I'm sure people can listen to the podcast later on and just do their own extra research on it. Yes. But and if you've got, and if anyone has any, any questions, questions, I can answer them. Perfect. So the, the criteria you have to take into consideration if you're looking for an office um, to buy or to rent first and foremost, the location. But we need to define what I mean by a location because we always hear in, in advertisements about real estate, strategic location. Everything seems to be strategic. But, but when we define strategic in this context, you have to think of the location and its proximity to your target audience, the caliber of people you're trying to attract to your office, uh, also to your employees, to your strategic partners. You need to make sure that you're within the right district or the right area where your target audience or your stakeholders are uh, available or can access this area uh, easily. Also, another factor is look at the space requirements. Determine the amount of space you need and make sure that uh, you're not just thinking of today, but also considering the future outlook. Uh, a lot of people, for example, just startups now, they think I just need a small room with two tables for me and my partner or maybe a third employee. But because uh, suddenly they get a lot of uh, business, they start thinking, okay, we need another six employees. Where are we going to fit them? And it becomes an issue because they've spent a lot of money on rent. They've spent a lot of money on fit out on furniture design and it becomes a hassle. They have to relocate. So from the beginning, it's part of any business plan. You plan for the future for at least the next uh, three years, five years. Make sure you take into consideration your space requirements. So that's another factor you have to keep uh, into consideration. Budget is very important. So when you're when you're uh, deciding to um, uh, rent an office, you have to really study and calculate correctly all your expenses, not just the rent. There is the fit out. There is uh, you know electrical requirements, your equipment. Just make sure you organize the full budget and plan it very well. Uh, don't just think of the rent. A lot of people say, okay, the rent was so cheap and then they realize that it's not fitted. 
and the fit out costs a fortune. Sometimes it's it's the same amount or even double the rent they've paid. Really, Just, it can be as much as that. It depends on your taste. How oh much yes, you want. if you want to be dead fancy, and yeah. you might need it to be dead fancy. Like like designing a room like this with the right equipment and uh, the studio requires more than a normal basic office, right? Yes, of course. If yeah. you want to add uh, rooms, closed rooms, open space, all of that plays a role into uh, your budgeting. Um, also, look at parking. And parking is extremely important. Uh, it's because it affects your uh, visitors as clients. It affects also your employees, mm. uh, their levels of satisfaction. Make sure you study that very well. I cannot tell you the office politics right here in this office See? over parking. It's <laughs> over amazing. Parking. I've stepped out of it because it was too complicated and emotional. I was just like, don't worry, I'll, I'll just park on the street. It's okay. Uh, yeah, see, because you're in a very busy uh, area yeah. and it's the right place for a media company to be within Dubai Media City. But you need to also study the impact of uh, parking on your employees, satisfaction, your visitors, everybody, right? So that's a very important factor to take into consideration. Also look at competition. So, for example, if you're opening an office, you don't want to be, maybe you want or maybe you don't want to be next to your competitor, right? So, it depends on... Depends on your company spying policy. <laughs> not just spying. It depends if you want to be like the the uh, the second best alternative to a very big player or you don't want to have a competition at all in that area and you look for a place where you will be the only provider of that service or I'm product. always fascinated by estate agents who always seem to be want to be next door to each other yeah. if they have a high street frontage. It's, it's, it's because because they know, for example, that becomes the destination of where people will go. So people typically, when they're looking for a property, they don't stick to one option. They want to look for alternative options. It's also, you see that with automotive. You see it in, yes. in shopping malls. They have all the fashion, uh, for altogether. example, all together, the electronics all together. But that's part of the uh, shopper's experience. So you need to play the game or sometimes you say no I'd rather be in a place where I'm the only service provider right in that area or I'm the only person who's selling that product um, also consider the contract terms the legal terms when you're renting an office or buying an office make sure you understand the implications uh, read the contracts they're usually and typically more complex compared to residential contracts mm. uh, so you need to be very careful if you're not able to understand them and abide by you know or, or uh, like stick to these terms just get help from a legal uh, advisor who can really study it and tell you the impact on you and your business do you people normally rent for just like with houses do you just pay it annually here or could you get it for longer uh, typically with offices the contracts are longer and I advise them to take it longer let me give you a reason why that's a very important aspect the, uh, and a very good question because imagine I just rented you an office Shell and Core you come in and you spend a fortune on the fit out and just a month after you complete I send you a notice telling you Georgia here is a notice uh, I want you to vacate this office in 12 months because I intend to sell it and by the way this is happening now because uh, owners of properties they're seeing the increase in demand and the prices are getting uh, higher so they're encouraged to sell I don't blame them they're, they want to take advantage of you know the wave what's happening but that will impact you. You just spent a yeah. fortune on fit out and you cannot take the fit out with you when you leave. No, right? no, because by its very nature, it's broken as you yeah, try and, and take and, it out. And I'm not talking about loose items. I'm talking the actual fixtures, you know, yeah. that you spend the money on, uh, cabling, everything that I see and don't see. So you need to be very careful. So I advise you if you're taking a Shell & Core office, make sure you sign up a long-term contract, a binding contract. So you'd to, say five years? Maybe three to five years. Three to five, yeah, yeah. Just to protect your you know, uh, position. Um, also make sure uh, you study, and I know this is a very simple thing, but also check the technology aspects within the building uh, or the community you're renting. Yeah, in. do you have high-speed internet, for example? Uh, and cables, fiber optic cables or not, because that's a nightmare to redo it again. Also check the elevators. I've had people... 
going to amazing companies in very prime areas and saying we were always made to me uh, late to meetings or late to work because of the elevators i've seen it in <laughs> especially in skyscrapers it's a pain it literally is a pain you can be standing at five to nine you're on time for your meeting and then all of a sudden you're waiting for 15 minutes to get in the lift and all of a sudden you're late it, yeah. it happens it genuinely yeah, happens yeah. uh the, the last uh, one or two points is one is look who's taking over the pro- taking care of the property in terms of property management uh, because that impacts the maintenance the cleanliness the image of the actual uh, building which reflects either positively or negatively on your business as well. So make sure you pick the right place that fits your brand image and uh, suits your needs. And also the last point is look at the amenities and facilities within and surrounding the the uh, the actual office location because your employees, their welfare, their happiness matters. And if they're happy, they'll do better. So make sure uh, their, their, their transportation, uh, public transportation network is close to the offices. Make sure there are restaurants, cafes. Um, just make sure they're comfortable. There are buildings that offer even office buildings that offer gyms uh, to employees. So things like that really help improve the uh, morale and the happiness and well-being of your employees. Very good advice. Thank you very much. (laughs) Speedy tutorial, lots of information to download in one go. This is Property Today on the Agenda. With Morass and Dubai Properties. For the most extensive real estate portfolio in Dubai, choose Morass and Dubai Properties. Okay, we've been having too much fun here on Property Today, chatting to Mohanad Awadir (laughs) and getting his analysis. And in the meantime, millions of questions have come in for you. Let's try to go through as much as we can. Okay. Yeah, quick answers. Here we go. Let's start with Anonymous. I actually okay. know who sent it, but he wants to be anonymous. Okay. Okay. Morning, Mahanad. I did the wrong investment. I bought a villa backing onto Al Asail Road in Springs, but closer to park and pool. Would you constitute this as a bad deal considering it's high market, but also a higher rental market? Um, no. I'll tell you what. Over time, I always say if you want to do well in real estate, buy the right property at the right time, manage it well, and sell it at the right time. So if you've done any of these four things the wrong way, don't worry, time will correct it. That's the good thing about real estate. Encouraging. Yeah, yes. so so just sit on it, enjoy the rent returns. They're very high currently. If you break even uh, with the rent returns, they break even if you paid a very high price compared to the current market price, then you're set. If you can exit from it now uh, without losing, then sell it. But overall, I'm totally against anybody selling a property at the wrong time with a loss. Sit on it, it will break even. Okay, so along those same lines, we just had a message in saying, good morning, I keep hearing that the market's doing well, but mm. I've got a villa that's been vacant for the last two months. What am I doing wrong so I can fix it? I, I recall we covered once the 10 reasons why your property is vacant. They're we proven, did. Yeah, they're proven and tested like variables that if you follow, no way your, your property, no matter what it is, villa, apartment, office, shop, will stay vacant. In general, I would say just look at the condition of the property, look at the price, look at the payment terms, look at the marketing strategy you're using and look at the agents trying to help you with it. Uh, these are the top five. There are other factors. But if you go back to the podcast and find that episode, the answer is there. Yeah, literally. Uh, Kim, look up Property Today podcast on Google and you'll see all the episodes there. And they're all clearly labeled as to which one you should be looking at to yep. get the answer there. But really, you should just listen to the whole series, if I'm honest. Just listen to the whole series. You'll know everything you need to know about property. I agree. Yes. Good. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Khaled says, what's better? Should I buy or rent an office? Okay, that's a good question. It depends on your situation, your funds and 
uh, how long you've been in business. You usually, typically, if you're a new business, you should be investing most of your funds or capital into building the business itself. You're optimizing and building your product or service. Uh, if you're a big company, you've been for a long time established and now you're being hurt by the increasing rents for your offices, then maybe you should consider buying an office uh, because then you'll save uh, on your rent. And second, if you're at the stage where you feel that your brand identity requires you to invest a lot of money on fit out and designing your office, then definitely buy it. Don't uh, invest it in a rental office. Okay, Chorai <laughs> says, uh, I'm sorry, I've, that was a very good answer. Yeah, I'm yeah. moving very no, no, swiftly okay. yeah, on. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, so Chorai says, uh, could you share a little bit more on this new way to pay rent by direct debit? Uh, and I'm guessing he's asking, is that something that if you have the option to do it as a tenant, should you do it? Of course. As a tenant, I would encourage you to do it. It's faster, easier. It saves you, protects you from uh, uh, having bounce checks because of uh, mistakes or irregular signature. And it's it's a it's a you know it's been tried tested in other markets. It's just coming now here as part of the involvement of the laws. And as a landlord, would you suggest switching? Hundred percent. And uh, it's also as uh, Judge Abdulkader Musa, his Excellency Abdulkader Musa mentioned, it gives you more protection and you can get your money faster with it. So it's. Uh, it's a very good tool. It's to a use. win-win <laughs> yes, on both sides. Both sides. <laughs> I'd like. I'm going to have to apologise to lots of people. Somebody has just texted in saying, "Love the wolf's energy." Oh, I love agree. it! Thank you, thank you. I agree. That's not a question, so I can yes. throw it in. Uh, but lots of others here saying, "Can you please recommend a specific project?" I want to, you know, my landlord's trying to increase my rent. All of those questions. I'm afraid we don't have time for send now. Send them across, and I will send them uh, voice messages with proper answers. But amazing that you do that. So if yeah. you've got a question now, it's in your mind. You've still got time to send it through because I will forward it to Mohanad and he sent like proper voice yes. memos of his own voice. And we have more time so I can send you proper detailed answers with pleasure. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so good of you. Mohanad Awadir, as ever. Courtesy of Property Today, uh, part of the agenda. Yay! <laughs> as ever, it's been an absolute Thank pleasure you. to have you with us. Thank you so much. I hope you have a very good week and you come too. back to see us on Monday. For sure. Thank you. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, and if you need to listen back to any of the series that we've done of Property Today with Mohanad Awadir, the Wolf of Real Estate, then just search online or you can go to the Dubai Eye 1038.com website.